episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 26, Chris. Christ almighty, we get a day off next. So, <laughs> but for today, we need to talk about this thing uh where would you like to start today well dave i would just like to say we are halfway through the show my friend yeah <laughs> it doesn't seem right halfway that means even 50 episodes which is ridiculous Fucking i know <laughs> <laughs> thank you for still being my friend after all this time <laughs> and we're doing maths at the same time so i, th- <laughs> I think the episode just ran pretty much you know there was a bit of a reconciliation one between Shaq and Ron. Ah, it's not buried, is it? We said this in yesterday's episode. It never is. This this still friction there between them. I think it was fine, the chat and everything. Obviously, like you said, Ron was being fucking, yeah, on the outside of the fucking sorting him out and all this nonsense, you know. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that had to be said. It probably looked like the producers have, have got involved there as well slightly because obviously they can't have too much. Well, yeah, possibly. I mean, I mean, what did you think of that, Dave? Because I know I was happy they sort of sorted it out, you know, for the show. But in the back of my head, I'm like, God, it's going to kick off again, isn't it? Let's let's see something else. <laughs> Ron's not going to change the toilet roll or something like that, and fucking Chat's going to have him again here. <laughs> He's not done the dusting. For yeah. fuck's sake. I always have to fucking... And, and you've run out of Mr. Sheen. Um, so I think... Right, so when the boys are all having a chat the the morning after, and I'm like, oh, they, they, they've not resolved anything. We obviously had a, a long chat about things unresolved yesterday, and I was still chuckling after we recorded about the just thinking in the middle of a PT session. <laughs> Your client saying, you're getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> tickling me all fucking day. But, um, Could you had a bit of context to that as well? I know you said it in the episode, and I forgot to say it. It wasn't actually a male who said it, David. Oh, right, right, yeah. okay. I was put well in my Even box. Better. Yeah, I was put well in my box. <laughs> but, um, right, so... Stop it now, stop it. So, uh... <laughs> It's obviously a, a sore point. Um, right, so I thought it was going to be unresolved. And then so we were going to get this sniping. And like I say, Ron was doing his childish, like, oh, yeah, if we were on the outside. He's one, I bet he's one of those fucking kids at school who's like, you know, hold me back, hold me back. And no one's holding him back. And they're like, yeah, yeah, hold me back or else I'll have you kind of thing, you know. And so, or maybe that's just back in our day. You can't do physical stuff in schools nowadays. Frown upon that. Um Sounds wrong, that, doesn't it? Uh, Right, let's move on from that. I thought it was quite a mature thing of Shaq to do. Now, I think this episode is going to be hugely divisive because it's, it's one of those, and Chris, I've not said it for a little while now, but the way I look at this episode is kind of a curse on all their houses. Yeah. Right, because I don't think anyone comes out particularly well. There's just different levels of being a bit shit. But I initially, right, I thought Shaq did the right thing. I don't think he had the greatest chat with Ron, but he he tried to address the fact that they do have this beef. They had this nonsense thing in the group yesterday. Let's squash it. Clearly, it was not squashed. Clearly, Shaq blew up at Ron last night. 
or, or the previous night. So it's like, right, come on. And he, he sort of said that because he's close to Lana, I don't think he got too specific, but it was a bit more specific than, oh, let's just squash it. He didn't actually say, look, I didn't really appreciate how you treated Lana. But did you notice, Chris, in that chat, for all fucking Ron's bravado, and like, oh, if it's fucking on the outside, I'm going to fuck him up, mate. He was like, yeah, oh, I actually agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh. And I was like, does he really? Is he just saying that? I'm not sure, but I thought, well, okay, maybe this – Maybe this is kind of going to put it in, uh, you know, back to bed. And I was just like, well, maybe, maybe they can move on from this. But then it, so I thought at that moment, I thought Shaq came across better. Then it went sailing south very quickly <laughs> because, yeah, like I say, I thought the chat was okay. But then when Tanya and Lana did exactly what I fucking said they'd do, Chris, the only way they can see this is that Shaq was being a knob. And absolving Ron of fucking everything, absolving him of his entire part in that blow-up. And Tanya is saying, like, oh, yeah, look, when you came across and told Ron the first time, you know, that was okay. But the second time, it was just rude and you were wrong. I'm like, but do you listen to your words? He had to come across the second fucking time. It's like when I have to tell my kids to put their coat on because it's freezing outside three fucking times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to tell you or to bring your washing down. It's not because I have fun. Yay, it's washing day. Let's do the washing. Can you bring your washing down <laughs> half an hour later? Can you bring your washing down half an hour later again? Can you bring your fucking washing down? <laughs> you like see where there's, 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 there's an angst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no one does the fucking housework for me. I'm doing it fucking all. <laughs> and so <laughs> you can see this is touching the nerve for me. Yeah, I'm not even anything for the change. I'm like, <laughs> she's brilliant (laughs) but but the naivety the fact that they are spoilt little fucking brats they don't see that they don't see ron's done fucking anything even though the words like tanielle is saying it the clue is there Shaq had to come across a second time but it seems to me in this whole episode ron gets off scot-free ron did not do fucking anything except sit there and be like ah there's enough of you mate oh sorry sorry this is fucking enough of you, mate. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Jack, Shaq becomes the bad guy then for the whole episode. But I, I have to remember, right, that these are kids, and I've said it multiple times in the last couple of episodes. But even so, I thought Tanya and Lana handled it in quite an immature way. Tanya and Shaq have told each other they love each other, right? Now, whether we believe that or not, you know, it's just kind of a a holiday romance feeling that they associate with love. Why did Tanya have to have Lana there to have the chat with Zach? Uh, Zach? Zach. (laughs) Yeah, Zach. I'm going to fucking, uh, was it Saved by the Bell there? Um, (laughs) Zach Morris. (laughs) (laughs) Legend. but yeah, why did she have to? She's supposed to have this intimate connection with Shaq. 
but she needs to have this particular chat. And the worst thing about it is, I mean, they, they're not to know this, but Shaq and Ron had this chat one-on-one. The beef is between them, but they feel like they have to go and double-team Shaq. And then it just gets worse because I think that was, you know, a bit of a mistake. And then Shaq doesn't take it very well. You know, he feels attacked. Let's face it, he was a little bit. But then Shaq is behaving like a knob as well. <laughs> like he's, he's just not taking the criticism. Now, now I'm trying to think of this, like, like would I feel attacked and maybe get a bit defensive? Yeah, yeah, possibly. But Shaq gets this kind of expression in his face. He's so calm and level when he's talking about other people's situations. He seems so chilled and everything. But he does get this kind of... Uh, more angry face, you know? And so, yeah, I I just thought all of them came off not great, but I feel like the reason I feel it's going to be divisive is most people will go with their gut and just defend one or the other. Like some people might fiercely defend what Shaq's doing. Some people might fiercely defend what Tanya's doing and and Lana's part in it as well. I, I just think they all came off a bit shit, really. But after what I thought was a good start with the Shaq and Ron chat. Yeah, it's funny, you know, because I'm with you, I think, pretty much on this. Because what annoyed me with it is, obviously, Shaq's called out Ron. And Ron's deserved to be called out. We've said this a few times. And I think when Ron, when Ron, we're not, not fucking Ron at all, when Shaq is giving advice to people, whether it be Ron, Tom or anyone else, if he thinks something's wrong, he seems to be very measured, very good and very, well, good at articulating himself as well. He stands Mm. his ground and he will pull them and say, you're wrong. You know what I mean? And if they don't agree with him, they can say, no, I don't agree with that or whatever. But most of the time, I say, when I've seen him do that, he's very good. However, I also think he's not very good at taking criticism, Dave. Mm. Now, what Tanya did was wrong. I'm with you on this. I think all of them come out of this badly. There's a big conspiracy online saying that Shaq actually likes Lana and that's why he's getting annoyed at Ron. I don't, I've not really seen that, so I don't really agree with that, but that's a lot of the source when you put it in. But I think he does, and he said that. Now, whether you think that is a romantic liking her, but he said he, he does like Lana. And when he was having the chat with Ron, he said, you know, I obviously, you know, like you as well. But it was like the implied bit was just not as as much as Lana. So, uh, you know, like I said, whether you think that is a romantic thing or not is another thing. But he definitely does like Lana. And like like I say, even Ron admitted, you know, he said, I I agree with you. You know, I I did dick her around. He didn't say those words, but that was the, the implied thing. No, and I, I, so I, yeah, so I think going online, it's the, the more the romantic side. People think there's something there with them. However, you're right about all that, and I do think as boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife, whatever situation, if you're going to get pulled for doing something wrong, you do it between you, don't you? Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. I, I don't agree with. It. I don't think necessarily Lana was going to say something, and then eventually she was like, "Oh," and then she sort of got involved. So Shaq's right. In that respect, Shaq's like, you know, I feel double teamed. You know, why did you do the feel ganged up on? Where he loses his argument for me, and as much as he had a pop at Ron, he was quite happy to shout across the villa at Ron 
at the top of his voice, sort of whatever we think of Ron, he's still dropping him in it and making him, even though Ron was being disrespectful. So he's a knobhead as well. I think all mm. four of them are just in one way or the other pissed me off and they need a lot of, they, they, I, mean, I, I fucking don't grow up now, even at this age, but it's, it's a maturity <laughs> thing. There was ways to do that. Tanya was wrong for letting Lana sit there. I don't necessarily, some of the dialogue she said to Shaq was right. She's like, why are you getting involved? Why isn't you again getting involved in this? So she's mm. right what she's saying. But as soon as Lana piped up and they were double teaming, I was like, well, this is wrong. And then, like you say, Ron's got off scot-free yet again. Shaq's made out to be the bad guy. you know. And, and when they said it, what ruined the whole thing, no, Dave? And I think she's doing this on purpose. Well, and a lot of people are conspiring that, you know, we know, and we'll talk about Catherine Moore's imminent. Is is it a setup? Is this, this whole thing about you remind me of your ex? Well, where do you yeah. go from there? Where do you actually go in a relationship? You've been together three weeks, nearly four weeks. Where do you actually go at that point? And Shaq was right to say, well, I fucking, I'm not happy about that. Because I'd have been the same. I'd be like, well, what do you want me to do about that? You know what I mean? I just, I thought that was a really, really poor choice of words on that. Yeah, it was bad. And I think it was an immature or maybe inexperienced thing to say. So, so she was kind of trying to articulate that, that this is not an attractive trait that you've got here. And, you know, you, you you need to work on that. But to say you re- when you like that, you remind me of my ex. And Shaq said, well, exes are exes for a reason. Yeah. You know, so it was a real fucking kick in the stones, wasn't it? You know, and it's like, I'm like, do, do you really come back from that? I mean, that will rock you to the core, I would think. And Tanya doesn't seem to have the emotional intelligence to recognize what impact that's had, I don't think. And she seems more interested in talking to the other girls about how he's potentially going to give her the yick. You know what I mean? And I just find that really quite disrespectful. Again, you're, you're claiming to be love's young dream, but, you know, you're having conversations with the girls about, you know, basically, if someone's giving you the ick, you can't fucking stand the sight of them, right? So you're giving all this fucking ammunition to the girls. And honestly, Chris, it's like, you know what, tonight, just fuck them all. In fact, yeah. you know, as if that's any different for me. But, um, you know, when the girls are like, oh, yeah, there's a rift between the boys, but all us girls, we stick together, don't we? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking right. And so it just made me laugh. It's like, oh, look, just because the boys are blowing up doesn't make you fucking, uh, you know, this tight-knit group and you're not going to be gossiping. Olivia's fucking there talking behind everyone's back. Oh, yeah, girls, girl power, girl code. <laughs> like, fuck off. So, um, yeah, let, let's see where that goes. But you know what, Chris? I, I don't know. I mean, I, like you say, for the preview for next night you, or Sunday night, you've mentioned Casper and Moore. I mean, you know it's going to be. They're going to drag this fucker out for the whole of Sunday night, and yeah. then Casper and Moore will happen right at the end of the night. We'll have the, oh, it's going to be you know either a boy's day out or a girl's day out. Oh, what's coming next? Oh, look, you've got to sneak out of the villa, though. And uh, no one notices, and then they're like, huh, the boys are gone. Oh, what's happening? You know, we're gonna, I, I can tell you what's going to happen entirely through Sunday. Um, 
But yeah, roll on that. But th- this could not have come at the worst time for Shaq and Tanya. But yeah, I think they've gone too fast, too soon. And yeah, with some of the things that are said, some of the way that they interact, I, I just I don't feel like you know there's that much hope for them. No, and and, and it's a shame, isn't it? Because yeah. well, a shame. I think they're going to look back on this because they've used the love word so quickly. I'm not saying that yeah. you can't do that because I'm pretty sure I was pretty quick at doing it with Sam, but there was a context that we knew each other for years, but these have gone you, you in. Weren't, you weren't, when you said that, right, you weren't like a, another bombshell didn't come in the next day. I know you're coupled up with Sam, but, uh, <laughs> you know, what about me and you go for what a the, date? One of the neighbours. <laughs> Hello, Chris. <Yeah. laughs> Do you have a cup of sugar? <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie, Dave? Uh, anyway. <laughs> but you're right. It, it, it's... It, it, I think it's going to blow up in the face. I think more than anything, this, this is I, this will be the beginning of the end. Them too. I mean, I'm here for it, Dave. But I just felt, I ultimately felt that that I still to my to myself, I, I do slightly feel that Ron was and Ron Shaq was being slightly hypocritical the way he told Ron off in front of everyone. And then I know I've said this before, but then he had an issue when Tanya sort of did did it with Lana there, but then it was Lana joining in. That was the one that took him over the head. So you understand what I mean? I can't say that anybody I'm rooting for or any of them are right or mm, wrong, but yeah, it's just yeah. bits of the whole interaction where I feel Shaq's been a hypocrite. Tanya's been a hypocrite. She should have kept it between them two. And Lana certainly shouldn't have piped up at that point. I know she may do because she may be defending fucking Ron Dave. You know what I mean? But I just, <laughs> I just, the whole thing was just a shit show. And again, it was another half hour of the episode wasted on these fucking jokers. Yeah. And, oh, God. And, and I agree with you. And that's why I say, like, a curse on all their houses. I, I, I've got no kind of particular allegiance. And I can rationalize some of the things that are said and done and stuff. And I, I can understand why Shaq did blow up. But, you know, he should have handled it in a different way. So he just immediately puts the target on his back. But, Chris, I mean, you get the the least popular couples, and I fucking knew it, right? The producers are still shoving this fucking Ron and Lana shit down our fucking throats, and they are on screen so much. I fucking knew they wouldn't be in the bottom three couples. So, you know, Jordan and Ellie go, don't they? Which is no surprise to anyone. But... The fact that Lana and Ron weren't in the bottom three, it just says to me, you know, I, I reckon it's a lot of people, maybe, uh, I'm going to theorize if it's maybe younger people, Chris, who are just watching it and then gravitating to, you know, going along with what the producers want us to go along to. Like, oh, they're hitting their challenges. Ronnie's been tested, but they found each other. And, God, oh, it's great, isn't it? Because they've got all this fucking history. They keep saying they've got all this history. So I believe they've got all this history. And it's just, oh, it's just pissing me off because they've got so much screen time again. Even this fucking stupid chat about, oh, you know, Lana's asking about Ron's relationship with the the boys and like saying, oh, you know, he's going through them all like, oh, Casey, you know, he's kind of all right, but, you know, it's, 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 it's getting a bit less awkward. Lana, this should be a big fucking red flag. No one fucking likes Ron, right? <laughs> red flag, red flag. Um, so, yeah, I, I just feel like we're going to continue to have Ron and Lana 
fucking shoved in our faces, getting loads of screen time, and they're going to at least be in the final three. And I just don't feel like they deserve it, to be honest. No, me too, Dave, me too. And I think as well, you, you said about Ellie and Jordan getting dumped off, is, well, that wasn't a shock at all. And what was the whole point of, you know, Tanyelle ended up getting booted off, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the day before, it's like, th- this was very reminiscent, this booting off was very reminiscent of that first series of the US one where it was only on for four weeks it was a trial mm. show to see if it like took off and there was in couples there you're invested in and there was a couple who split up and then they after the show they got back together but it was like every night within about the last 10 days nearly every night there was a couple getting booted off and you were like oh a single person you were like yeah there's no payoff here is there like that whole thing like obviously I know Shaq was the one who put the idea in Jordan's head about, you know, Ellie or Tanyelle. And Jordan's whole speech the night before was about a friend. And we, as mm. we said on the episode yesterday, it was like, well, we thought it was going to be Tanyelle he picked because they were yeah. still we were talking shit together. It's just a waste of time. They might as well have kicked all three of them off in yesterday's episode than this because I just thought it was an absolute waste of our time. It was, but I mean... <laughs> I, I, I no, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say it. Then I was thinking, no, should I say it? No, I'm back to. I am gonna say it, Chris. To date, the whole fucking series has been a bit of a waste of time. I mean, it's fucking great to come on and talk to you about it and stuff. But fuck me, if we weren't recording this, I'd have stopped watching this. This series is fucking shit. How? Right? How <laughs> dare is you? This How is one of the worst. Dare we, you. we said that that first US season was pretty bad. It was it was short, so you couldn't really get invested in the couples. There was no there was no tension. There was no drama really. Although there was drama and you know things happening, but it just it didn't have the same kind of investment. You know, you you're kind of wanting tomorrow to come, but I just think this is possibly the worst season since the last Australian season. <laughs> I just think everyone, you know, bar Shaq, who's, you know, losing his rag occasionally, everyone's just so aware of the cameras and how they're coming across and stuff. I, I just think this is actually quite a poor season, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I feel like the pantomimes come in. You know where they're like the, the fucking arsehole. I'm I, like I'm fucking Shaq in this situation, aren't I? You're, you're fucking like looking at the crowd and you're crying, and and then the crowd goes, "Oh," <laughs> and then you, you you cry a bit more. Look back at the crowd, gesture to up the R's, you know, to the crowd. <laughs> he may come back. Come on, we need a round of applause, everyone. Come on. But, but ser- <laughs> seriously, it's not good, this series. I mean, Chris, tonight's episode, do you think that was a good episode? No. Uh, Dave, look, cards on the table. It, it hasn't been a great series. We've had a few little bits, and I do think the last UK one was a great series. The, the stuff we all talked about, and, and there was some really bad stuff that needed addressing, but it was, you know... Everywhere there was just some, there was some bad stuff, but there was also some good stuff. To, enough to keep us talking, enough to every night mm. want to watch it. With this one, I'm the same. There's bits in it that I'm interested in, and unfortunately, the only thing going on that's probably why we're seeing a lot of Ron and Lana is because there's nothing else going on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, you've got Olivia and Kai who both you know 
the fucking the like, most boring couple in the world. Fucking, I could have a better conversation <laughs> with me dining room fucking chairs, Dave. Absolute boring as fuck. Will and Jesse, we're not seeing anything of Will. I mean, obviously, he's the entertainer of the group. They've hardly focused on him. Apparently, Jordan, who's just left, was really funny, was a cool guy. Again, I said it on yesterday's episode, not in the edit. You'll probably see that on the mm. unseen bit. So it's, maybe they've got new producers this year, but they're not doing what they normally do. The formula is tired. You know, I love talking to you. I love mm. our community that we've got, all our friends, you know, and everyone's like, that's fucking rubbish. And we we get a lot of people to say that they like listening to the show because we don't mince our words. We don't go with the storylines. We we're not, you know, like other podcasts who go along with the whole thing. We don't. If we see bad behavior or it's just crap, we will say it and that's it. And I just feel myself, I agree. I don't think there should be, hand on heart, a winter love island if I'm being honest. I really mm. don't. I think it's pointless. It's just a cash cow even more. We know it's the massive, the biggest show, but this, if they don't get the summer of Love Island right, this could be the beginning of the end. A bit like stuff like the X Factor and things like that. You know, like Simon mm, Cowell's yeah. absolute massive cash cow has gone off into the, the graveyard of TV shows now because it's just like, people are just bored of it. It's on for too long. It's the same old format. It's rigged. And, you know, the whole show on X Factor and Brits Got Talent is rigged anyway, as I know. Uh, but so, and this is the same. It's all, it's all just overproduced. And, and like I say, even like we were saying the other day, Ian Sterling's not been the same. You know, he's not as funny as he used to mm. be. Maybe because of the world we live in and, and you know, this, it's, it's just, he hasn't got the sort of freedom that he used to have, but he's just not hit. There's the odd one where you laugh, oh, that was good, but he's not been the same. The, I, I tell you who's the best one I know. For voiceover work now is Rob Beckett, Dave, on Celebs Go Date. And yeah. Stuff. Fuck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He is unbelievable. The stuff he says, it's like me and you doing it. Some of the stuff he says are unbelievable. Like you just, I don't know how he gets away with it. It was a Channel 4 show. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm not giving up on it because I'll still watch it, but it's no coincidence that the majority of people in our circle who listen to our show and that are, if it wasn't for us, which is a, is a lovely thing to hear. And I do, we both really appreciate that. They wouldn't be watching it, Dave. Yeah. You mentioned about Rob Beckett. He is bloody funny and the first episode so drunk history came out it was it was a comedy central thing in the in the u.s initially but there's a uk version of it as well and rob beckett is on the first episode of that talking about henry the eighth and one of his wives anne of cleves who had been ravaged by smallpox but you know the the painting didn't reflect that so <laughs> and he's telling the story pissed up and honestly, if you've not seen it, highly recommend it. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, de- definitely seek that one out and watch it. Um, yeah, you, you know what? As we were talking about it, I'd kind of, for a split second, I forgot that it is Winter Love Island. And it, it's like, maybe that's it as well. You know, it's like Christmas, isn't it? You know, well, if you're from that background, you, you like Christmas. It's fucking great, in it, Christmas? Let's have Christmas in the summer as well. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be the same, would it? It's like a, a yearly special event. And, and I agree with the two months thing as well. Like, It, it was only last year when it, it spread out over like eight weeks. And you're like, I remember when we first realized it's like oh, fucking hell like you know six weeks is the bang on time you know we said four weeks is a bit too short because the couples don't have enough time to really you know develop those relationships but 
you know, eight weeks, too fucking long, but eight weeks twice a year, it's too much. Yeah. And I, I just feel like because you've got, we know none of this lot are here for the reasons that was the original premise of the show. They're all influencers. They're all looking for that social media influencer tag and doing the fucking nightclub circuit with David Brent, handing out free T-shirts. <laughs> it, it, it just it takes the shine off it. You know, it's it's like the Wizard of Oz, in it? Peeking behind the curtain, I guess, as well. You know, it, it's just, it's so obvious now. Yeah. I'm so, with yeah. You We'll still be here. <laughs> we still, you know, because I just love ripping into it. But yeah, just not been a good season. I'll put it this way, Dave. It's been that bad that me and you have been reminiscing about how we missed the fucking Bachelor franchise. That is fucking that bad, is, isn't it? That is when we've hit a low. If we're fucking fantasizing, not fantasizing, well, I won't be fantasizing about the fucking Bachelor. But if if we're sort of reminiscing about the Bachelor series, Bachelor Bachelorette, then we're in we're in trouble, Dave. <laughs> Love Island's in trouble. So yeah. if you want to email us, guys, and you know, email us whatever you think on this because it is quite subjective. What we all think. Uh, CDRealityCast at gmail on social media at CDRealityCast. As always, if you want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. I just want to do the roll call of honour facebook chris and days reality tv cast so if you get over there big thanks to charlene as always for moderating the page for us so thank you very much so the final roll call of honour dave for love island while we have a four hour break um you deserve <laughs> it is um, shmave music emma fiona cassie megan kate maggie kristen zoe Gillian, michelle keith helen Brianna, Nori, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, luckily we've been in Kenka Stars. So thank you so much for your support, and we will see you next time. Bye now. <laughs>